1: everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe. let's just get right into it today because we are joined by a bunch of iconic guys who have sold more than 15 million albums worldwide have had more than eight singles in the top 40 are about to kick off the fall leg of their tour the members of 98 degrees jeff timmons justin jeffrey drew lachey and nick lachey welcome hey
2: How's it going? Up? what's up
1: what is going on? How are you guys doing? You are just about to complete your summer, 98 Days of Summer campaign. You have a show tonight.
0: That's right. We have a show at Mandalay Bay, and we're real excited to be back at it doing shows again after 18 months off. That we didn't want to be off. so <laughs>
3: it's an exciting time.
1: I mean, is, is it just so nice, you know, to be together as a band and after COVID just to be back out on the road?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think for all of us, clearly, I mean, for, for society in general, I think COVID put a lot of things in perspective. Um, I think for us, it made us realize how much we enjoy performing together and making music together. Um, and I, I think that combined with age and you know, being able to reflect on you know, the 25-year run that we've had together, it just makes you appreciate everything a little bit more. And so we're happy to be back out on the road performing and, and uh, trying, to, trying to have fun make music that people are enjoying.
1: Well, speaking of making music, talk to us about the new single, Where Do You Want to Go? That's one song which has become a quick fan favorite.
3: Yeah, no, uh, Where Do You Want to Go for us was kind of like, as soon as we heard it, we were like, we have to record this song. This is a perfect song for the summer, um, kind of a way for us to get back out there and, and like just like to say, you know, where do you want to go after these 18 months? Anywhere, uh, <laughs> honestly. Um, you know, so for us, it was it was a great song, a great hook. Uh, it just really felt uh like something that we could really get our, our heads around and we would sound really good singing and then clearly we made a video that you know was a little nostalgic nod to uh to some uh some of the 90s fashions that we um <laughs> hesitantly wore Uh, but you know it's it's just been a lot of fun to promote and, and to be a part of that song. Did
1: Do you guys
4: broke a record um longest span in between top 40 uh hits are on a on a chart our charting hits on the AC chart. So really? 21 years yeah we're the first group or I guess the longest running span. Really? Uh, yes, yeah. you did, 21 years. So, wow. so that's a record books again. Yes. So, wow.
1: I, I did not know that. Listen, you guys are breaking more records by the day, right? <laughs> was it nice to dress in the nineties fashions again?
3: No, <laughs> no, it was terrible. They were bad then and they're still bad. No, uh, you know, I, I think they're, com- they're more comfortable. You they know, are. Back- jeans are a lot more comfortable than skinny jeans, let's be real. Um, no, I, I think for us, it was fun. Um, you know, just kind of wear the bucket hats again and the, the sunglasses and the chains and things like that. Um, you know, I, I think we, we've definitely um, we, we I think we might win or have a record for a most terrible outfits worn, <laughs> too. Um,
2: We're definitely up there. Yeah. So I, I think for us,
3: it, it, it was a little there was a little PTSD involved in it. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's fun. And, and the fans seem to
1: love it. You guys make them look so good, though. Well, Where Do You Want To Go is also off this great new remix album, which is great. How did you decide which songs to put on that album? Was that like, a, was it, let's just go with our biggest hits? Or was there a process to decide what you wanted to remix? Because it's so catchy, these dance, these dance. Well,
4: the guy that did it, actually produced Where Do You Want To Go, is, you know, he's a DJ. So he had, he had, um done a fine job on you know just picking out his favorite songs of ours of course you had to have the hits in there we picked out some other ones some more obscure ones and just flipped everything great we loved everything we heard as a matter of fact tonight there's a deluxe version of the remix album being dropped on all the dsps out there it has uh, the hardest thing on it as well so you know we're, we're really kind of running with all that and, and, and enjoying the the fruits of of his labor with the remixes and stuff like that and people seem to be loving it so we're excited
1: I love it. Well, let's go back for a minute. Is this true that you guys were discovered at a Boys to Men concert?
2: I mean, discovered, yeah, in, in, in a certain way. Our, our goal going to that concert was kind of do the same thing they did, which was like seeing their way backstage, meet them. Um, they met, you know, Michael Bivens back in the day. We wanted to meet them, hope, you know, hopefully get our big break. Uh, and while we didn't meet them, we actually met um, the man who eventually became our first manager uh, and uh, and and got us kind of started in this business. So I guess if you want to say there was like a big break moment, I guess that would be it. You know, the, 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 uh, the boys, the men concert and, and, uh, and singing our way backstage, acapella and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that definitely set, set things in motion, um, for us. And, and that ended up in, uh, in a record deal with Motown.
1: And the rest is history, right? The rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Well, on one of your early excursions on the road, you guys opened for Janet Jackson. What was that like?
0: That was great. We got to open for Janet Jackson in Hawaii. And at the time, I think it was the biggest concert they had ever had. And so we're huge Janet Jackson fans and that was such a great tour. So it was great to share the stage with her.
1: Do you guys still keep in touch with Janet?
3: For some reason, she stopped returning our calls. <laughs> Did we oh. even meet, Janet? I don't, I, I, we for don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if ever met Janet. I think honestly. we
4: might have met her for a second. I think we waved to her from across the street. Hey, what's up? Did I don't, don't think it was
3: there. We met her in a different.
4: event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, Hey, we opened for you. Oh yeah, that's great. I've got her yeah. on speed
4: dial. We uh, we chat every once in a. while. She has a restraining order <laughs> against Justin, so it's a little awkward now.
3: So does everybody.
1: <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, if I speak to her, I'll tell her to return your calls. Please,
0: please.
1: Well, you guys are also now being managed by Johnny Wright, who is also Justin Timberlake's manager. Might we see a possible collab?
3: No. <laughs> we, have a, we have a strict rule that we don't collaborate with people that are very successful and talented. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I mean, obviously we would, we would love to. Um, and, and, you know, there's lots of people out there. I mean, obviously Justin's, you know, at the top of the, top of the food chain uh, in the music industry. And obviously there's lots of people that we would love to collaborate with, Um. You know Bruno Mars is definitely on that list too. I think we have a lot of a lot of love and respect for what he's doing um, you know Dua a leap obviously is huge right now uh there's I mean the list could go on and on and on, but um yeah I mean you got you gotta respect the longevity that, that he's been able to have and the hits he's been able to write so um yeah Johnny's got good luck with with musical acts
4: he's got a good good track record
1: I'm just thinking do a leap on ninety eight degrees. I am here for that one.
4: We are too. So are we. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we exactly. right. so, so yep. we'll the
1: phone. Well, I mean, you guys have had so many iconic collabs, like you work with Stevie Wonder, Mariah. What was it like to work with Mariah?
2: She was awesome, man. I mean, as you can imagine, you know, we were a little intimidated going into that project, you know, working with uh, you know, a legend, a diva like Mariah. And, and Joe at the time was just on top of the world, too. So we were, we were definitely uh, a little intimidated, but she was awesome. Uh, couldn't have been nicer and couldn't have been more uh, and, you know, more welcoming, you know, for us as a young group. And, and, uh, yeah, one of, one of, definitely one of the highlights of our, our career. Uh, thank God I found you the song we did with, with she and Joe.
1: And it really became one of your biggest hits of all time.
2: Yeah. It was a number one. So yeah. Awesome.
1: Who doesn't love a little Mariah? What about, tell me about you guys appeared at the Michael Jackson's iconic Madison Square Garden 30th anniversary show, which was phenomenal. Did you guys get to meet Michael ever?
0: we sort of got to meet him a year before at the Madison square garden. It was a, it was a radio show and uh, he came out and the place just exploded. Um, You know, you could just feel the energy. Whitney Houston was there and uh, he came down and shook everybody's hands on the stage. So we very briefly got to meet the King of pop. So that was a great honor.
1: Do you guys have a favorite 98 degree song that, you know, like we all know how record companies work and you know, there's hits and whether, do you guys have a favorite song that, didn't become a hit that's kind of like a b-side or a mm. deep, a a deep cut
4: I mean, we had one called heaven's missing an angel that was really good yesterday's letter we had i wasn't over you i mean i could go if on about my knew. favorite ones yeah.
2: yeah baby can i set you there that's right. right that.
4: <laughs> that was a secret one yeah that, was, that's that, was, that one got released that's overseas a, that's a, a b
2: side that's like a g side 80 that's 80. a triple no, x,
3: x side <laughs> uh, yeah it's a. Uh, I, th- I think every every artist probably has songs that they have different stories to, or they connected to in different ways. That you know, for one reason or another, weren't right for radio or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have we have a bunch. Um, and I think we probably all have different ones that we enjoy performing as well too. I think the the ones that you get the best reaction from the fans with too, those are always uh, ones that you you definitely are drawn to
1: as well. Do you guys have a song that maybe you're like you know, it's a huge hit, so we're going to perform it, but you're like. We've done this one so many times, guys.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, what makes it fun is is the reaction we get from our fans. So if if they're loving it, we love doing it.
1: What about, you know, like we talk about like Stevie, Mariah. I mean, you guys are legends in and of yourself, but do you ever get starstruck? I mean, you guys have met like everyone. Do you ever get starstruck?
2: Oh, hell hell yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think we get starstruck around athletes more than we get starstruck around entertainers sometimes, you know, but of course, yeah, I mean, there's there's people that we look up to and have looked up to and are inspirations to us. And you have the fortunate you know, moment to meet those people. It's, you know, Drew particularly had a, a tongue tied moment <laughs> once backstage at Regis and Kelly when he saw Harrison Ford and literally couldn't get words out of his mouth. It was, Oh, words came out. They just weren't the right <laughs> words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> were you just like, what you just were so you didn't know what to say. And then you're like, Oh my God, I just made a fool of myself.
3: No, well, yes, but uh, you know, I wanted to prove that I wasn't just like a surface fan, like, oh, Rare's the Last Ark, you know, oh, Star Wars. Yeah, throughout American graffiti, as just those two words just hung in the air. They've lived in 98 degree infamy. American graffiti will always be the inside. And then Han Solo literally looked at me and just kind of shook his head.
2: And (laughs) he actually left Harrison Ford speechless, he didn't
1: (laughs) say. That's gotta be good. Well, on that note, on the other side of it, I mean, I'm sure you know, you guys have very loyal fans. Have you guys ever had, like, what's the strangest fan interaction you've ever had?
4: We've had a few, we've had quite a few, so. I'm
1: sure. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I think you, you definitely have the, you know, the kind of ones that you hear, you know, the front row kind of visual situations that happen. Um, but I mean, in, in Asia, we had, you know, People sneak into housekeeping carts to get onto our floor, which had like special security on it. And then like they're like jumping out to take pictures. Um, Back in the early days, we had a motorhome. We had people sneak onto our motorhome on the tour buses. I'd say uh, it, it gets a little kind of crazy at times.
1: I can imagine. So switching gears for a minute, Nick, the other night you presented at the VMAs with Lance Bass from Sync and AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. So could you guys ever see a mega tour with 98 degrees Sync, and the Backstreet Boys?
2: Yeah, no, we, we've, we've talked about that a lot. I mean, that would be, I mean, I think the fans would really, really enjoy to see those three groups together on one stage in one night. Um, and we've kind of loosely talked about it. So, you know, it's one of those things you kind of put out in the, in, into, the, uh, into the atmosphere and see if, uh, see if it ever comes back. But I think for us, you know, and for the fans, I think it would, it would, be, uh, it would be a real kind of blockbuster dream come true kind of night. So uh, fingers crossed we can make that happen at some point.
1: And it would be a lot of fun, right? You guys would have fun on the road.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we. I mean, we we love all those guys. I mean, we we certainly, as you saw the other night. I mean, we we have a camaraderie and a and a brotherhood with all those guys. We all kind of came up at the same time and knew each other and uh, appreciate each other. So the opportunity to uh, to do that and and share that stage would be uh, would be awesome.
1: I mean, of course, ninety eight degrees would have to be the headliner, but you know.
2: <laughs>
3: Well, with all the records we've broken, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think for anybody um, who's a fan of pop music from from you know late '90s, early 2000s, that that would be a, a show. And it didn't matter who went first, who went last, if the, it was intermixed, it it really didn't matter. It would just be a great night of uh, of music, and it'll be a lot of fun. So you know, like Nick said, we put that out there in the universe, and hopefully it comes back.
1: I know. I'm just trying to cause shade. Like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm up to no good at this moment. Well, what about the reunion phase, you know, like the Pussycat Dolls and like the Spice Girls in nostalgia, like people, people want it. Like, what do you think that is about like, you know, the nineties and just, we can't get enough.
0: Well, I think it was more innocent time. And, uh, you know, of course, with everything going on with whether it's the the COVID or, you know, just all the troubles in the world, it's sort of nice to look back to a time where it was more simple and, and kind of, you know, when you were coming of age and, and growing up and it's kind of a comforting thing to hear music from the
2: past like that and too i think music was was a little different too like it was more song driven you know what i mean now it's it's so rhythmic it's so beat driven it's so i think back then it was, it was much more about the songs much more about the hooks much more about the melodies and i think that those melodies take you back to those times and so um you know so the nostalgia part of it is is you know it's kind of hypnotic it takes people back they want to go back to Justin's point they want to go back to a time when they had their first kiss when they you know when they were at their you know junior prom slow dancing to i do you know i mean the, those those moments are fun to relive and fun to revisit and and the music takes you there um so we're lucky enough to have been one of those groups that was part of that time and and lucky enough to be able to take people back to those moments
1: it was a just the music was different. I find myself 99% of the time going to the 90s section of my playlist. <laughs> what about when bands like, you know, like Posh Spice, like said, she's not going to be involved. Like, do you think like, is that like a cop out when like not all the members of the band kind of want to participate?
3: I, I think no. it's, it's every person has to be okay with it. I mean, touring is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. Um, and, you know, different people have different things going on in their lives. Obviously, um, you know, it, it's not quite the same without members, but, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think you can hold it against a, anybody because they, it's not right for what's going on in their life at the time or in their situation. Um, you know, if, if I went and saw the Spice Girls, I would love for all five of them to be there, but you know, we've all got our favorites. So as long
2: as your fave is there, you're good. Look, if I was married to David Beckham, I wouldn't leave you <laughs>
1: Neither would I, Nick. A neither day. would I. <laughs> you
2: call today and say, you, girl, you four girls, go have
1: fun. Uh, you would probably fun. never see me again. So I, I, I totally understand.
3: <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.
1: off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. You guys need to listen to Andy Ware's Project Hail Mary on Audible. This interstellar science-based thriller from the best-selling author of The Martian is skillfully performed by Ray Porter. Ray brings this already gripping tale to life with his vibrant and witty narration. A lone astronaut must save the earth from disaster and this epic tale of discovery, speculation, and survival. That's part scientific mystery, part intergalactic journey, and all edge of your seat entertainment. And isn't that what you guys love? Edge of your seat entertainment. Isn't that why you're listening to this podcast? This Audible Studios production of Project Hail Mary is a number one New York Times audio bestseller, and continues to top Audible's bestseller charts and garner rave listener reviews. That's so impressive. Here are what listeners are calling the highest order of geekasm metal. Go to audible.com slash project Hail Mary and listen now. The holiday shopping season is completely overwhelming. What to get? Mom, dad, your sister, your best friends, cousins, neighbors, dog. That's why I went to Raycon and got the one gift that everyone can use. Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon wireless earbuds are all that I use now to record this podcast. The audio quality is so good. I love the fact that they're available in five stylish colors and with free shipping and returns, gifting them is easier than ever. The holidays are coming up faster than you think. Now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last minute shipping scramble, especially because right now my listeners, that's you guys, will get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com velvet. Go to buyraycon.com slash velvet and use code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire higher Raycon order. Buy Raycon.com slash velvet and get 15% off site wide. If you've ever dreamed of having the chance to win awesome prizes, like a trip to Japan worth $40,000 dream houses in LA, Miami and Austin, Texas, then you have to check out Omaze, the new way to give back to charity and have fun while doing it. Here's how Omaze works. You enter for the chance to win something amazing. And at the same time, you can donate to support great, causes and it's a way for nonprofits to raise money and for you to win big prizes like the multi-million dollar house in Miami. You really got to check out this house. It has seven bedrooms, six bathrooms, and looks like a freaking resort. Go to amaze.com slash velvet robe and select the Miami Dream House or a different experience of your choosing. Once you've selected your prize, choose a donation amount from $10 to 150 The more you donate, the more entries you'll get. Enter today for your chance to win the Miami Dream House or or other life-changing prizes and experiences at omaze.com slash velvet plus receive 20 extra entries when you enter the code velvetrope rope 20 that's o-m-a-z-e.com slash velvet enter the code velvet rope 20 to receive 20 extra entries With the holidays just around the corner, there's no better gift for your friends and family than skylight frames. So many of my really good friends have left New York and it's so hard to see them face to face. That's why I chose to get them skylight frames this holiday season. Skylight frame is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. So even if you're technologically challenged, it's so easy. You just plug it in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and enjoy. Everyone in your family and all of your friends can just email pictures to your personal Skylight email address. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code VELVET. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code VELVET. That's S-K-Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com promo code VELVET. You know, protein powders can feel so intimidating, this whole no pain, no gain. But the truth is deep down, we all need protein, whether it's about muscles and working out and doing reps or just taking a nice leisurely stroll. That's where essential protein from Ritual comes in. I love the fact that it's a great vanilla taste and there's no sugar added, no fillers, no colors, no shady additives, and it's soy-free, gluten-free and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. I found Ritual so easy to use. You just add water, shake, and sip. And I love that it. it comes in three premium formulations for different stages in life. And listen, we all have different unique nutrient needs. So why not shake up your ritual to make trying something new less scary? Ritual offers a money back guarantee if you're not a hundred percent in love. It's a money back guarantee, guys. Plus, my listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash velvet to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash velvet. I've gained the COVID-19 over the past two years, and I've literally tried everything to take the weight off and nothing has worked. Everything has been a fad or a gimmick until now. Calibrate is not a diet or a quick fix product. That's why it's worked for me. It's a year-long commitment that gives you the tools to fight your biology. It's different because it's a comprehensive doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Your medical team includes doctors who assess your health, an initial 45-minute video visit, provide ongoing medical support, and prescribe GLB-1s as part of your one-year metabolic reset. Calibrate's earliest members lost an average of 14% of their body weight, which is so unbelievable to me. Your weight doesn't reflect your willpower. Get back in control with Calibrate. Get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use promo code VELVET at jointcalibrate.com. That's $50 off when you use code VELVET at jointcalibrate.com. It's sandal season and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Crocs style sandals, I embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. Well, you know, I lost a few sleepless nights in 2003 when you guys went on your temporary hiatus for a moment. You had lots of side projects or things to keep you busy. Justin, I know you were involved in politics, but let's talk about some Chippendale's action, Jeff. Yeah, there we go. How was that? It was great. (laughs) Not your base, not your basement (laughs) videos. No, we're talking
4: about actual. It was a cool experience. You know, look, I was honestly, I was extremely reluctant to do it. I had been asked to do it for years. But, you know, again, I have to clarify that I only hosted the show. I didn't dance in the show. I didn't, you know, strip in the show. I hosted the show and sang some covers of our songs and sang some original music and sort of pushed it along. It ended up being a really extraordinary success because the press put it out there basically that I was stripping because you do do an obligatory you know, ripping of the shirt. But when I'm when you see me next to these guys that are, you know, 10 and 20 years my junior, and they're like twice my size and twice as big, you know, I, I sprinted for the exit as soon, as soon as I did that little gimmick. But it ultimately was a really great experience for me. It, it made me fall in love with Vegas. And I stayed after that and did some other things here and, you know, created my own bail review called Men of the Strip, which was fun and successful and all that stuff. So it was ultimately a great experience.
2: You may have said no at first, but you can only keep these pecs That's it.
4: down so long. <laughs> if I wasn't so tired, I'd juggle them for you.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> next time. I mean, listen, if you have it, you might as well flaunt it, right? That's, That's it. <laughs> well, also, Nick and Dancing with the Stars. I mean, we have a mariball trophy between the two of you, right?
2: Yeah, so I have to use the restroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. No, I mean,
3: I, I think, uh, you know, we've always kind of, been open to exploring new opportunities and putting ourselves out there and, and trying and new things. Um, you know, at least that's my excuse. I don't know what Nick's excuse is. You know, have, he he knew exactly what he was
2: signing up for. It was an incredibly short-sighted decision <laughs> that I, I uh, that I have to live with the rest of my life.
4: But, but Nick was okay. a champion of the Masked Singer. They, we have two mm-hmm. reality uh, competition show champions in our group.
2: Hey, by the way, only boy banders to win either competition. Just what saying. Really? Just, while we're talking about records. Just, really? Yeah.
4: Another record.
1: I did not know that either. I mean, I've watched all of it, but I haven't really done interesting. Okay. And you have a new show coming up, Nick, on Fox.
2: Yeah, it's called Alter Ego. It's going to come on after Mass Singer, coincidentally. Uh, it premieres the 22nd. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really crazy cool show. Great talented singers. And, and combining that with incredible like, cutting-edge technology, people performing behind these computer-generated avatar alter egos. So it's a very, very cool show. I'm super excited about it.
1: That sounds so cool. And the previews look great. How hard was Dancing with the Stars, just in terms of, like, the span of everything you've done in your career? I've talked to so many people that have been on the show. Was it as hard as everyone says?
2: Are you asking me or the champ?
3: <laughs> I mean, Drew,
1: you did win, Drew, so you must have been hard. Yeah, no, but-
3: I, I think, uh, I mean, clearly the, the competition got more and more intense once people knew what they were signing up for. They knew the amount of hours that they would have to put into it. Um, but I think like anything new, you're you have to Train your body to work in a way that it hasn't in the past. I mean, you're using muscles, regardless of how good of shape you're in, that you've never used before. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty rigorous, um, but you know, it's a lot of fun too. Once you get the adrenaline of that live show too, when you hear that theme song kick
2: in, it's a lot of fun to be a part of as well. It was an absolute nightmare for me. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. Like when I heard the theme song kick in, I wanted to run out of the
1: did did Vanessa enjoy it at least a little more than you, Nick?
2: Oh, way more, way more. No, she. I mean, she's a dancer. I I thought that I could overcome my fear of dancing by dancing, same way like I overcame my fear of sharks by learning how to scuba with Drew. I, I thought this was a way to like kind of cathartically like get, and it didn't work at all. No, it was absolutely horrifying for me. It was my worst nightmare. Um, He's still in therapy. And, and over and it, it, right? showed, yeah. it showed. It showed. My my I didn't do well. So stay in your lane that's what i learned out of that decision stay in your lane (laughs) do what you do leave the other stuff to the other people stay in your lane
1: so i guess if there was you know we have big brother survivor all these all-stars if there was going to be a dancing with the star all-stars where they're going to invite back people even winners would you guys do it again
3: they already did that they already they did that uh i guess it was season 15 and i did do it and it did it wasn't successful um
1: but now there's talk i thought i heard some talk that they might do it again
2: Well, yeah, I I don't think they would. Drew and I are destined for the amazing race. If there was ever a sibling, amazing race, we would kill that
4: shit. I'm just saying. (laughs) No question.
1: I mean, I think if you guys took time in between your tour and you wrote, just picked up the phone and called CBS and said you actually wanted to do it, I bet you they would find a place for you in the next season.
4: That's a great idea. I would love to see that. because I, If I were to place a bet here in Vegas, I would bet on these two winning them. We'd be sure.
1: in
2: traction for years after. <laughs> Our bodies are not built for that anymore, but we would go down swinging. I promise you that.
1: Well, it's a really good show. Well, speaking of reality TV for a minute, Nick, you were part of one of the biggest reality TV shows of all time. If they were going to recast Newlyweds today, who do you think would be a good couple? Maybe like Justin Bieber and Haley...
2: I mean, I think we got to go. We got to go, Ben Affleck and J at this point, right? I mean, come on, it's all the heat's on those two. Let's let, let them carry the torch.
1: And they made their red carpet debut the other night. Did you see that? It's something to be seen.
3: Yes, they 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 look terrible. It was disgusting. I, mean, I know. They look, they look like they fabulous. I mean, she doesn't age. I mean, Ben was like, "Oh, okay, I can still clean up." You know, it, it was it was pretty awesome.
1: Have you ever seen Jennifer Lopez perform live? It's insane.
3: Yes. yeah. she's she's a uh, she's a freak of nature. She is like the eighth wonder of the
1: world. You're like, I don't understand any of this.
3: No, but I, I like it way.
1: I love it. Well, and then this is my last question about reality TV, I promise. I know that she's very busy with NCIS Hawaii, which is going to be the best show ever. But would you ever do a reality show with Vanessa if people came knocking on your door, Nick, in, say, 2021 or 2022?
2: Uh, I mean, we've hosted reality shows together. Like, we have obviously host Love is Blind and season two coming February. 2022 which is
1: another brilliant show
2: um doing a show in the vein of of the show you mentioned earlier which i will not name because i have gone to therapy to not name it um uh, no we would never we would never do that um i think now it's a different it's just a different landscape and and when you have kids and you have you know we there was there's just no there's no real upside um for us to you know to do something like that um but yeah we we enjoy reality tv obviously it's been very good to to me and to us and we enjoy hosting it. We enjoy being involved with it in other ways, but to be part of a fly on the wall kind of show like that, um, you know, definitely not.
1: Well, I'm sorry I mentioned it. I hope that I don't add therapy bills.
2: Totally, totally kidding.
1: No, well, you guys are, you know, you're all great. You've done a ton of reality TV. I mean, you guys seem so together. Do you keep in touch like when you're not on tour?
3: We try not to, (laughs) Um, you know, I I mean, yes, we do.
1: Because
3: clearly it's, you know, if you're not on tour if you're not making music you're planning for the next tour and planning for the music you're going to make or um you know things along those lines but if we're also you know as dysfunctional as we are between the four of us we're we're a family you know we're we're four brothers so um for for better or for worse we're in each other's lives <laughs> forever so um yeah we do we do keep in contact we do
2: do talk we you know I'm gonna say something that sounds like cheesy and rehearsed and, and that's all well and good, but like literally I like I now have to fly from Hawaii to go do shows with these guys. And I don't it's not about the money for me. It's literally about the hang. It's about it's about my brothers, it's about hanging and doing what we love to do and being on stage and having fun and drinking a couple beers and like it's it's about it's about that side of it as opposed to you know, this is not I mean, yes, it's a it's a business and, and we do what we do as a job, so to speak. But we truly are you know a family we've been through so much and and uh and these are these are my brothers, literally my brother and my other two brothers, and we do it because we love it you know and, and we had, we enjoy doing it we enjoy spending the, you know spending time together and being on stage together.
1: Have you had a hard time adjusting to life in Hawaii
2: I mean it's definitely different, you know what I mean it's like it's uh when you go to Hawaii on vacation it's like you just relax and then when you're there living you're like, okay it, it really is kind of like the relaxing you know place like there's not a ton going on, but at the same time, it's, it's beautiful. And, um, so we're loving it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a total change of lifestyle, but I think it's a change in all the right ways, if that makes any kind of sense. Like it's, it's good to recognize that you need to slow down every now and then and, and kind of take a breath. So, um, yeah, the family and I are, are really enjoying it and, uh, and she's enjoying the show and it's all, uh, all good stuff.
1: What about you guys are about to, you know, as this ninety-eight degrees of summer campaign comes to an end, you're about to kick off your fall dates where you're on the you're on the road for quite a while, almost throughout the end of this year. What can we are you first of all, are you excited for your fall leg of this tour and what can we expect to see on the tour?
4: Of course. I mean, we're excited to be back. I mean, we were cooped up like everybody else for a year and a half. And it's great to see. You know, live, fi- live, a live fan base out there. Be back up on stage, you know, to Nick, Nick's point together with my brothers. We're having, this is more like an ex- escape for us now than a job. So we, we're, uh, you know, so, sort of relishing in the moment and happy to be out there and, and excited to see our fans up close and personal.
2: Yeah, don't tell our wives we like getting away, but,
4: you know.
1: You're, you're making money. You're keeping people happy. Like, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a win-win for everybody, right?
4: It sure is. It's definitely a blessing.
1: Well, where do you want to go is such a big hit and a fan favorite. Like I said in the beginning, you know, I have to ask the obvious question. Could we expect more new music from 98 degrees soon?
0: Definitely. Yeah. we recorded some new music and we're going to continue to record. So we're really having fun, not only performing, but also making new music.
1: I love it. Anything else you guys want to share with us before we wrap up? I like to give people a chance at the end. Anything I didn't bring up that you have on your minds that you would like to get out there?
4: Just next year, we're celebrating our twenty-fifth anniversary. We're going to be uh, doing a lot of big things, releasing a lot of new music, a lot of surprises for everybody, and uh, we're excited to be back at it. What is twenty-five? Your gold anniversary? Here? No, gold is twenty-five. Is silver, I think. Your, your pewter? Gold is gold is fifty. 10.
1: <laughs> Ten. Yeah, I think fifty is gold, and twenty-five is silver. But yeah. twenty-five is no nothing to sneeze at.
3: Yeah, we're excited. So,
1: I love it. Well, I will be at your shows. I will be at everything. You guys are great. You make great music. Love the new song. And you know, thank you for still doing what you do. Really, honestly. It's a pleasure. I hey, appreciate thank, it. You. thank you for Take care.
3: care. We appreciate
1: it. Thank you guys so much. Take care. I really appreciate your time. Have a go. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Right.
3: Take care. Aloha.
1: Aloha.